Support for Waveform comes from Anthropic. So looking for an AI solution for a business, it might be time to check out the Claude 3 family from Anthropic, your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. So whether you're powering a customer chat experience or doing complex R&D or need advanced analysis, Anthropic can help provide you with frontier intelligence. So if you're looking for speed, power, or anything in between, the Claude 3 family offers AI models for a variety of tasks and budgets. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is going on, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. This is back to your uh, regularly scheduled episode. If you didn't already see, we had a special episode earlier this week, launched on Tuesday, all about AI. You should check out that conversation. It's all over about. an hour. It's a bonus episode. Yeah. It's very in-depth. Uh, and I think it's awesome. But this is back to your uh, your regular chat show shenanigans. And we do have a lot to talk about. Weirdly, it's all actually, I was just looking at this. Not AI. It's a lot of <laughs> future stuff or like stuff that's on, on the horizon, which is really interesting. And then the only thing that's not future is AI because it's now. Irony. It's really but it's very silly AI. So it's yeah. very different. Yeah. It happens. Um, but first off. Video viewers can see what I'm doing, but audio listeners are confused right now. I'm pointing at the mic that I'm speaking into, which is a newly color-weared red and black Electrovoice RE27. So it sounds the same, but it looks way cooler. So shout out to Colorware for getting us all now on the red and black beat. We are officially all customized with mm, Waveform Officially mics. all customized. Pretty Not fun. any of us. When they can do us personally, Pretty fun. maybe in a few years. It's got, well, it has the, uh, the Waveform logo. Like you, yours is on the bottom, mine's on the on the bottom as well. So these ones also have uh, red grills. Yeah, I forgot about that. Off. Mm. Oh right, yeah. Just Easter and egg. we know about it. Yeah, not everybody knows about it. Wait, when do color you red? Do people? Where are you guys getting the waveform logo? <laughs> Matt Black, <laughs> forehead. That like weird <laughs> upper chest where it kind of pokes through your shirt, and then like you can tell it's just straight across your chest. Wow, nice. waveform logo would look kind of sick right there. I'm, I'm thinking like, like one that. on each eyelid. <laughs> oh, whoa! I didn't even think about nice. that. Nice, mm. that's crazy. Anyway, uh, we do have some uh, EVs I wanted to talk about. I put them in the Slack, and I feel like this is. It was more just like m me reacting to how weird these are, but also I feel like. Looking at these two we're about to talk about, I had the same reaction that most skeptics had when seeing the Cybertruck for the first time. So I hope I'm just as wrong about these as everyone else was about the Cybertruck, but let's just start with the Infinity Vision QE Electric. Wait, real quick. What was everyone wrong about with the Cybertruck? That it would um, never come out? Most people said this thing's never coming out. A lot of people said that. Never five years. They're not that far apart. Well, that's a great point because <laughs> a lot of concept cars do have a large gap between when they're initially unveiled and when they actually yes. happen. So given them that benefit of that doubt and probably a gap in 
design between the initial concept and the final thing. Fair. We can think about uh, these two in that context. So Infinity Vision QE Electric. If you look at the pictures of this thing and their renders, uh, it's a sort of a giant, sleek, super modern looking sedan type thing, uh, fully electric. And there's also a picture of like a lineup of four mm -hmm. things, which is this sedan. It has the typical crazy alien looking wheels, but also like some crossovers and then an SUV all in the name of uh, Infinity's new electric lineup. One thing I feel like with a lot of these concept images is what are those um, like RGB gamer lights people put in the background of their like A-roll sets? Philips Hue. Not the Philips Hue. What are the triangle ones? Do you know oh. what I'm talking about? Oh. Where you like layer them you, all like, stick them on the wall yeah i forgot i know what you're talking about i feel like every concept ev these days nano is just leaf. like nano yeah. leaf it's like this whole car is made out of nano leaf let's put <laughs> lights wherever we feel like it. this like whole yeah. grill looks sick but i can't imagine lights being in all of these positions like the grill goes all the way out into the lights which the lights go all the way back into the wheel well fully then, across the front of it yeah under it's the everywhere front lip if you scrape it, you just break some of your lights. <laughs> Those rims are probably nano leafs. And you <laughs> it's a lot. I don't think it's that bad looking. I just don't think it looks like a today car. You know? I mean, it doesn't even look like it has a door. No, maybe a little bit of a door. It's well, every concept car yeah. doesn't look like it has doors or mirrors. That's pretty classic. Yeah, there's a there's not many there's basically no specs about this. It's pure concept, but it is yeah. like part of Infinity's announcement of that they're revamping into a fork. I don't know if it's into a four car lineup or a new four car lineup by 2030, two of which will be EVs. I'm hoping that means the other two are at least hybrids, um, since that's what the route everyone else seems to be going. Mm -hmm. um, but just the, it looks very similar in the back here. You're getting that very like EV bar light front light up logo, sleek looking design. Um, looks like a snowplow. This does look like a snowplow. You know? Speaking of a sedan that looks like a snowplow. <sighs> okay. The other one is from <laughs> Nissan. Yeah. Nissan announced a concept called the Nissan Hyperforce. What the heck is this? this <laughs> oh my God. This is a, uh, described on motor1.com, a beefy EV. Uh, it is a two-door with uh, solid-state batteries with over 1,300 horsepower and a top speed of about 200 miles an hour. This yeah. is something that I would have driven in like Forza on PlayStation One, not because they wanted it to look cool, but because the graphics they were so bad. Polygon count was <laughs> I, way down. I feel like it looks very like PlayStation One twisted metal yeah. of like super sharp edges that are partially to make it look dangerous, and also like you said because it's Polygon <laughs> yeah. and like can't they don't have the the graphics drivers to yeah. do it yet. Um, but yeah, can can one of you guys this this isn't a direct quote from like the Nissan news press release on nissan.com, but this right here highlighted. Can one of you read this for me please cuz it's absurd. Who wants to okay. do it? <laughs> this is a quote from Nissan. All right. The Nissan The Nissan Hyperforce is designed for racing enthusiasts and gamers who <laughs> crave the adrenaline rush of the racetrack but are also eco-conscious. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a pitch gamers gamers man the, just no one's been thinking of the race of the enthusiast gamers. and gamers in, together but i think they have the niche market there perfect are so here. many things about this car there's a photo of it in real life yes so uh, it is one, one step isn't further. just renders yeah it looks worse 
<laughs> looks significantly worse. Wait, have you seen the interior mock-ups? Oh no. Yeah, yeah, wait. Okay, so I have this I I if it's you bad. click on the link David, okay. I want you to go through the gallery here and I need your like descriptive uh Capabilities. All right, so the better. original car, yeah, it looks like a it looks like a racing car that doesn't have enough polygons. Um, the front grille is like way too low to the ground and also like flat. It's gonna scrape really easily. Yeah, for we didn't mention it yet. This is very much similar to the GTR. The like it's the GTR okay. kind of body style of this like coupe, really long front end, a wing on the back, but very very. I call it like a GTR by the Cybertruck designer. Exactly. Um, mm. But yeah, can Are you- the photos you want me to look Yeah, through? yeah, I would like you to just go through those. More towards the end, when it gets to like the interior Jeez. is where, um, there's also a couple other in really, Nissan I, concept EVs in there that are also wild looking. Oh Wait, what is this? <laughs> oh, I'm getting there. <laughs> the reason that I think it's really easy to doubt that this will ever come out is because- There are many reasons. Yeah, there are many reasons, <laughs> but I think it's, Oh Mainly God. in that it's Nissan, and Nissan doesn't really do this type of thing very often. The last time they did a uh, GTR was, what, 15 years ago? How old is the GTR? I think it's they a have a newer ago. GTR than that. Okay. But they're, they don't they don't really focus on 1,000-plus no, horsepower hypercars in the same way that some other companies there's do. There's a current GTR. Did you see this photo of their entire lineup? Yes. It's like they're yeah. trying to make every car they make look like... A cyber truck like a game character it's but like playstation one it's like when they made the jetsons and you're like 40 <laughs> years behind trying to envision the future yeah and yes that looks like it's trying to show us cars from 2070 oh my god Okay, so which one feels more out of the norm for the company oh, that... What is this? Yeah, the I don't know that one. The, the van. Oh the, the minivan is like if oh the... God. Oh, man, I don't you even know the, how to describe you it. You took the base cube and blender, you extruded it, and then used like a random <laughs> map. Yeah, it, it feels kind of like, remember the Scion, what was the XB, the box, the like really boxy one? <laughs> And it was a minivan, and then you're just like, let's make all the lines really extruded. I just got to the interior. Yeah, so photos. the interior. <laughs> what is can it? you describe that? Um, it looks like if you were wearing a VR headset, what you would look around and see in the game you were playing. Yeah, everything is really like low resolution. Um, there are red lights everywhere. The the controller slash steering. The fact that you're stock. calling the steering wheel a controller kind of describes so a, it pretty well. It's a stock that has a big screen on the front that tells you how fast it kind of looks like a switch, like a yes. really high tech switch. I gotta be honest, this is one of the worst renders I've ever seen. <laughs> this is like Tron, but the one that got rejected for like, being too weird. Yeah, as like the first iteration, I see nothing good. What is this? Okay, it is uh, well, so like the interior is like concept. insanely. Not possible. It's just like it's similar. What was that Audi? Um, the guy sitting in it. Do you remember that Audi one? That's where like the steering wheel come like folds uh, out, yeah. and then like it was supposed to drive you while you <laughs> go snowboarding. Yeah, it feels like that concept. Okay. Yeah, they have a photo of the car next to an anime character for some reason. Gamers, man. Gamers. Gamers. It's okay. Gamer. Well, you know, they certainly did that. It's. The renders look cool. I would pick that car in a video game very quickly. You Same. know what this feels like? This feels like they're trying to be, be Hyundai or Hyundai, but I wanted to bring that up. But yeah. it's the, like the first sketch 
that Hyundai ever made of what their cars would be in six years. Oh, it, it reminds me of like if what was that the um oh why can't I remember the name of it the like hydrogen slash EV Hyundai concept that oh, yeah. um yeah the um it's like sort of coming out or whatever the, the very like um. What's the Back to the Future car? Why can't I remember? DeLorean? The, De- the DeLorean-esque. I think it was like the N74. Yeah. Um, Correct. Ellis and I both went to tell oh, you at the same time. Vision Sorry. 74. The Vision, the Vision N74. 74. Yeah. That looks awesome. Yes. It's yeah. like if the N74 was designed by somebody with class and the the Hyperforce was designed by a gamer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks like a Razor car. In their first year of game development. <laughs> yeah. okay. All right. Here's a question. Bonus. Which is more... Of a step out of the norm for the company that first unveiled it. The Cybertruck or this? This. Yeah. A step out of the norm? Because Tesla had never made a truck, had never made a pickup, had never made a stainless steel weird looking box before. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of things they'd never done before. Yeah. Nissan has done a GTR. They have done a two-door sports car, muscle car thing. But this one, uh, I feel like it's crazy. Elon's brain is so random at times that anything that feels surprising is not surprising by virtue of that fact. Fair. I like. I think if you take the GTR, this I keep calling it the GTR, the Hyperforce, and just like <laughs> that name, kind of forget about all these like flashy interior things, and then maybe potentially there is something that looks like this later. It doesn't seem as insanely unreasonable for nissan to do it i still don't know they also talk a lot about this being like a track car so does that mean that they're gonna have like a super low they're not trying to make this a everyday type of car that they'll sell in the masses so that's the thing about uh speed is like nissan has never made a track car i don't think they've ever made a track car and do you consider the gtr a track car i don't okay and so i think some people might disagree with you on that mm, I would, I would argue with him about that. Okay. So I think the the availability of speed slash power because of EV powertrains is easier than ever before. It seems like anyone can make a all-wheel drive, quad motor, 1,000 horsepower sedan. I mean, we've got a couple already that exist and more on the way. Mm-hmm. So that part doesn't seem crazy. It just seems like the challenge for all of them is to make it light enough and nimble enough to actually be more than just a straight-line monster. Which like lucid? I want to test the. I lucid would start, air. I would consider that still like a track car, like straight line monster, but on a track and uh more of. I mean, I think I get yeah. The I know what you mean. Between yeah. like drag racing, yeah. straight line racing, and like track driving, like EVs overheat and don't really perform well on tracks most of the time. Mm-hmm. The best example I've ever seen is the Lucid Air Sapphire, which has like track modes in the car. There's an endurance mode, which is like you can do. 10 laps on a normal track before it overheats or they have like a sprint mode which is like here's your time attack one lap and then it will overheat so gas cars typically don't have that sort of problem like Mm -hmm. that's the engineering challenge of making an electric track car and it's very very early days for that problem is nissan going to be the one to do it i don't know they've never made a particularly incredible track car before so i don't really have the most faith in that Mm -hmm. that's why it's so surprising to me i think so we'll see We'll see. I didn't answer your question. I don't know which one's weirder, to be honest. <laughs> the Cybertruck's coming out, it, but... That's true. Yeah. Maybe this will come out someday. I, this will turn into something eventually. They're 100% going to do an electric GTR-esque yeah. type thing eventually. It makes a lot of sense. Um, this is what it looks like. Okay. 
I'm not betting on it. I hot take the GTR is not that good looking either. So I go same. back and forth on the you GTR. Know? Yeah, I weirdly kind of dig it. It's a big muscly car. Mm. Some people are gonna like it. Sometimes same. you just gotta be a big muscly man to like it. <laughs> so there's Tim. so there's our so there's our two EV <laughs> concepts. Yes, that got off track a little bit. But <laughs> what else? Oh, we have another concept. We do. Okay. Yeah, this one is. <clears throat> so this is weird. Bendy phone is back. Yeah. Uh, this gets a little bit closer to Ellis's ultimate vision of the crumple phone. It does. Slap bracelet. <laughs> so Lenovo actually first showed off this bendable phone concept uh, in 2016, mm-hmm. and they're bringing it back seven years later. It is improved. It's okay. I think the best way to describe it is like we're used to a folding phone that has one hinge and one point of folding. Yeah. But with OLED screens. It's kind of like we have with that folding monitor or the bending monitor that you can go from straight to curved and kind of lock it in at any place. This is a phone where any point can bend pretty much. Um, Imagine if your phone was a slap bracelet. I like to say, imagine if your phone was developed by JobyPod. Yeah. And the like legs of a JobyPod that can just kind of go all over the place. Mm -hmm. That's what this kind of feels like. Yeah. So concepts um i don't apparently they've updated it since 2016 and it looks a little bit better the technology is definitely more there now i think that in 2016 we didn't have these um special types of fold like bendable displays mm-hmm. now we do so it is something that could theoretically come out and there are weird concepts that have come out like the tcl paper display yep. phone um and other weird stuff but i very highly doubt this yes. will actually come out. I think that apparently they were only on stage with it for two minutes, which oh, is really? one whole minute longer than they were on stage with it in 2016. <laughs> so I imagine they just kind of wanted to, it was at Lenovo Tech World, which is a conference that Lenovo puts on apparently. Yeah. Um, and I think that they just wanted to come out and show that they are working on R&D projects so that investors put more money into Lenovo. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. It has CES vibes. Definitely. And you. this is one of those concepts that you look at it and you're like, that's cool, but why though? Yeah. And uh, don't. I don't have a good answer. I mean, <laughs> yeah. sometimes you just got to make stuff that you're never going to ship so that elements of that thing mm-hmm. might eventually ship. That's true. And then you get to say you were ahead of the curve, and you also get to maybe oh, the get the idea. The curve, the bend. <laughs> the bend. Uh, that was, was totally yeah, on purpose. I was nice. thinking of it. But you also have the idea out there, so maybe some geniuses can think of good ideas for it, even though you didn't think of any other than slap bracelet. Yeah. This is also a very <laughs> Lenovo thing to do because they were the first ones to come up with, with like, the tent mode, you know, in laptops. Yeah, They'll that, like, anything. bending, like, tablet they yeah, had. The that yoga they could, book. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they like doing bendy stuff. So there's a couple interesting ways. Like, I think it's also kind of interesting to just think of how it can bend where like, we're so used to just thinking of one singular hinge that's right in the middle. They had a couple things that are like cool for one second, but I don't know, maybe if people had it, it would be more interesting. But one of them was like, if it's a candy bar shaped phone that can bend anywhere, they bent the bottom down just a little bit. So then it could just stand vertically mm-hmm. with that at the bottom then they they did tent mode the wrist thing they're doing is a little different there's like a bracelet it seems like it has yeah. that then magnetically straps onto it right um that whole wristband stuff feels a little weird i don't know if i fully it's just that you use your phone a lot so having to like take the bracelet off so that you can bend the phone back into regular phone <laughs> mode just to, every time you want to use it is a lot and that's my other question about this that i doubt they look for in here but if this were to come out would it have some sort of mode where then it 
locked perfectly straight because if you think about so. a Joby trot, remember a Joby pod when you first get it, it's like perfect, and then it's like then you <laughs> bend it once, and it's it is never perfect, never, never straight perfect again. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. imagine your phone now. You're like, oh, I just want it to be normal, and then like every time you try and bend it straight, there's like something, <laughs> and you're S- just constantly S- correcting it. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. I mean, yeah, I would think they would have some sort of way to snap it flat, but then again. We know almost nothing about this, and it's a concept. Yeah. I will say, though, I mean, seven years after the original one, we are way, way further down the line in being able to make bendable displays. We didn't have any bendable displays in 2016, so this is a big... It's cool, you know. and it does seem like the Verge article about this, the person who saw it claimed they also didn't hear a crunch this time, which is reassuring. Oh, so yeah. it sounds like they've definitely oh. made some steps The first forward. one in 2016, I think there's a video of this, but it has this crunching noise when they bend. Like the Royal <laughs> Flex Pie? It's exactly yeah. what I thought. I don't yeah, know what that was, but I'm yeah. sure that is the same noise. The Flex Pie yeah. sounded like it had sand in it from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. yeah. Sounded like you were breaking it every time. Like cracking yeah. your knuckles or something. Props to Motorola, Lenovo for doing this. Um, it feels like since LG's been gone, we don't have the weird wings and stuff like that. True. So here we go. I also just love how it doesn't seem to have a name and everyone just keeps calling it the Bendy phone. Yeah, I mean. If they marketed it, if they just straight up released this as the Motorola Bendy, <laughs> I think I'd be, I'd have to be in just so I yeah. can say that's what I yeah. have the Motorola Bendy. That's true. I'd probably wear it as an ankle bracelet. <laughs> that's, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm just saying, can I can I can I make a statement? Okay. This is a public statement. Okay. I want careful. <laughs> careful. <laughs> the health features of a smartwatch, but I don't want to wear a smartwatch. So I've always okay. been like, can someone make something and I can wear on my ankle? Wait, what about the ring? I'm not wearing a ring. The aura ring. That's yeah. like a less intrusive than an ankle bracelet. Yeah, but then either people are going to think I'm married or you, don't have to, you just wear it on. Your but finger. what about an ankle bracelet? That might be worse. Yeah, then they just think you're on well, home arrest. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, house arrest. I don't know. I mean, I wish they would have just made like smart handcuffs. You know? Yeah, so like, like I don't know. Everywhere. It's just they. A lot of people. When I say this to a lot of people, they're like, they have chest monitors, and I'm like, that's too interesting. They do have a chest and a bicep monitor. That's a but lot. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot. lot. I wish ri- Apple would make a whoop. Is basically what I want. I want Apple to make a home arrest bracelet for my ankle. Wait, that the too. Pixel Watch Two is kind of this. No, he said he doesn't want to go on your ankle. No, no, no. it's <laughs> it's a Fitbit. But a little bit bigger, so it's like a watch. He doesn't want a smart yeah, but it's, watch. I don't want a smart watch. Oh, you don't want to watch it all? I, I want to watch. I just don't want a smart watch. You what if put the whoop on your bicep? You can. And they have clothing where you can like wear it in your undies and stuff. Like the little you have to buy special clothing. The amount of times that. I would yeah, wash that. Yeah, it has a pocket. <laughs> wash, wash your whoop every, every day, guys. I'm just saying, make me an ankle bracelet. That's okay. all I'm asking for. I, do th- I, I, would I would be interested in the ring. I think Fitbit used to a long time ago make a thing that would go into the back of your shoe. And it was just a pedometer. I don't need a pedometer anymore because your phone is a really good pedometer at this mm-hmm. point. But uh, all the other health. It would be would cool be nice. if they could just somehow do a band that could fit underneath your regular watch band. So then Ooh. you just get the data. Oh, that'd be cool. Wait, yeah. data that the watch couldn't get? Like you could attach that it to a regular, well, no, no, no. Like if you want a regular, regular watch. watch and be uh, able to switch your watches out every yeah. day, or a could piece use, like, that could attach an, to it. Could use like. A, induction or i'm not know, that much of a watch i don't know for that charging. i'm just throwing out the ideas that i don't know yeah. how to make them happen i'm just an yeah. idea man not yeah. a not i don't a know i'm not a ring man. i'm not a ring guy so 
It is funny to hear people guy? describe because there are some pseudo smartwatches that are, they look like regular watches, but they do have some like Withings, yeah, like, Withings smart makes features good and ones, stuff. Yeah, but it is funny to hear like I don't want a smartwatch, I want a regular watch, but I want it to have smart features. Some of those just watch the tracking like, though, you know. I think like so a smartwatch Fossil and Tag Heuer. <laughs> am I pronouncing that right? They yeah. do have like regular watches that are smartwatches, yeah. but yeah. I think just in the watch game, people don't love Withings for sure. Yeah. But I don't want a smartwatch. I want an ankle bracelet. <laughs> it sounds like we're <laughs> coming up with ideas for someone who just wants to fuck <laughs> just an ankle bracelet. We're so being guys, very clear about this. I didn't ask for alternatives. I just want an ankle bracelet. <laughs> I bet why, if Wise listens to this, they could have you an ankle bracelet by the end of the week, I think. If someone wants to modify like a home arrest bracelet and send it to me, I might use that. God, that's a, if you that, have an extra home arrest bracelet, you, I don't know what to do. Well, that'd be cool, though, because then if people did see it, they'd think I was hard. Isn't there yeah. that dog collar, Fair. the five, <laughs> and you could just, like, strap that around your... Put it around my neck. Around, no, around your ankle. I'm still trying to go for the ankle. Uh, or you could just wear a dog collar. Would you still get to wear your watch? <laughs> Mission <true>. accomplished? <laughs> Like that guy seems pretty cool. Yeah, I don't I think mean, we could make choke. They can make. Smart <laughs> okay, chokers. I think we need the ad break here. Let's. Uh, I'm going to cut this off. <laughs> I bet you can get a lot of data from your neck region. That's the best place for your heartbeat. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Smart choker. <laughs> yep. Trivia. Hot topic. That's your next tech idea, right? Trivia. Some Gen Z people. Right? Hot topic is all over that. Nissan has a history <sighs> of making cars. Like the GTR <laughs> that you guys mentioned. Doing a car question the for me Skyline. is the same as doing a uh, the ultimate a gaming question for Marcus. Yeah, or probably. any question for me. The Leaf. <laughs> the Leaf. They make a lot of cars is the point I'm trying okay, to get Okay, they do. Maximum. What was the first one? The Nissan. first Nissan? The first Nissan car. What was it called? Ever made. Ever made. And is it one of those that you just mentioned? No. Since I know none of us are getting this. Yeah, we're not. If... If no one gets it, can we also write the year we think it came out, okay. and then we can that. get points for a year? Yeah. I also have a backup Nissan question, just in case. If Would you rather do out. that? We can do both. I mean, yeah. none of us are going to get it. Yeah, none of us know. We'll get that one later. <laughs> okay. Let the audience wait for that one. <laughs> I mean, I can't let them. They got to need something to stick to the okay. end. Needs on. That can't be the second question, though. It can't be two Nissan questions. Wait, we'll do three questions this episode. Oh, my goodness. And they're all Nissan. Kill me. No, <laughs> one of them is Apple. Okay. All right. Apple. Apple. All right. Oh, well, yeah, we'll tease. get there. We'll get there. It's a tease for the next segment. We'll answer after the break. We'll be right back. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience? Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between so you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. 
Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from NetSuite, and that's exactly what NetSuite provides, support. But what they really provide is support where you need it, because no one needs help where they don't need it. So NetSuite wants to provide you with products and services that are tailor-made for your business. Help where you need it. NetSuite is a top-rated cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessible from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all of your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math, see how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks, so head to netsuite.com slash waveform. That's netsuite.com slash waveform, netsuite.com slash waveform. All right, welcome back. Now, we got to talk about uh, Apple's new November, October event. Almost Is it October? Yeah, it's October. It's a spooky event. October event. So they, they announced a, a new event that we're all pretty sure what we're going to see, but not exactly, but pretty sure. Uh, it's called Scary Fast, and they sent out the invitations. It's an October 30th event, so the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's kind of spooky, I guess. Is this scary. in person? Mischief Night. They have said that it is a, a live-streamed event, oh. so... That's all that they've said. I think we're all seeing rumors of other things as well. Um, but if you go to Apple's website, the spooky black Apple logo turns into a Finder face. Dark Finder. Dark Finder. Yeah. And so that's basically all of our cue that it's probably Macs. That's Finder. It's on the Mac. It's a Mac thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Also, so, it's at 8 p.m. Yeah, it's a That's no, the latest Apple event ever. I don't think it's a 5 p.m. Pacific, so 8 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, very spooky time. <laughs> the big question on all of our minds is, what is Tim Cook gonna say? Good evening. At the beginning of this keynote, <laughs> boo. <laughs> His whole face just shows up. Good evening. If he does good evening, dude, if he actually says good evening, he probably has to. He could say it in a spooky, like Count Dracula voice. Wait, if he says good evening, then Adam can redo the door thing to do good morning when we get in in the morning and good evening as we leave. I can 100% do that. Interesting. You're 100% loyal to Apple. I think because obviously you can't say good morning. Uh, I don't know why they chose this time. It is the day before Halloween. Because it's scary. What if they recorded it in an area where it was morning at 8 p.m. on the East Coast, and then he still could say good morning? Mm. But that would just be weird to say it, even (laughs) though you know it's going to be at night. I don't know. Anyway, the point is we're expecting to see some new Macs, probably M3 stuff. Yeah. Um, And this, I think the one that comes to my mind immediately when you say that is the the iMac, which has been sitting at the M1 for a while. Yeah. The M2 chip is out, but the iMac just never got it. So it's just been kind of sitting around. Everyone's waiting for a refresh. So this seems like the opportune time to refresh the iMac with the new M3 chip. Probably three nanometer, maybe four nanometer. Not exactly sure. Yeah. Uh, But an improvement to the node process there and maybe some other stuff alongside it. This makes a lot of sense um, because traditionally when you're making like a lot of chipsets, you want to put them in as many devices as possible so that you can scale up production so you can make it cheaper. However, I'm sure that they had leftover M1s. 
And so, and you don't know what to do with those, right? They can't actually, they can't just like sell them to other companies as parts. Mm -hmm. So they, I think what they did was they just put all of the extra M1s in the IMAX. Yeah. And they just kept selling the M1 IMAX mm. until They're they like, ran out of M1 chips. Who's the least likely to care about not getting M2? Exactly. Probably just the colorful IMAX crowd. Yeah. The colorful IMAX is like the home computer. The and to kitchen be fair, computer? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they're totally right. They are right. It's just it's just the default computer that you you don't really do anything too performance focused on and the M1 version is already dramatically better than the Intel version, so you're good. And that's actually totally fine. <laughs> yeah. But before we yeah. get too deep into this, yeah. Is it is it just rumors and stuff that we're thinking M3 and not yeah. potentially just an M2 iMac? Oh wow. <laughs> that would be really <laughs> weird. I just like they when I just I have updates, to ask. Okay, when they do super minor updates, they typically can just do a True. press release. That's a right? very good point. So the fact yeah. that they're having a whole announcement event says it's it's more than like we got the Apple Pencil with USB as a press release. It's got to be a bigger update than that. M2 was also announced an entire year ago. So I really don't think that they would they wouldn't have a whole event point. for M2. Do you know it'd yeah. be spooky going into an event thinking you're getting an M3 <laughs> and then getting an M2 iMac? And then the cobwebs come in, and they're like, yes, it's spooky, yes. <laughs> Apple would get so much negative press for that. It would be pretty rough. Yeah, I think we're all pretty convinced it's M3. Okay. I think Fair. the question mark is, are we going to get MacBook Pros as well? And will it be M3 Pro and M3 Max or whatever? Are we going to get that stuff also at this event? It would be weird because the M2 um, MacBook Pros and, Ma and M2 Pro and M2 Max devices got announced in January of this year. And so if they did M2 Pro and Max and M3 Pro and Max in the same year, mm, that would be a really fast That would be crazy. Weren't we also, and I might be completely wrong in this, the January release, wasn't that kind of a weird release where there are some rumors where it might have been like pushed out of a fall yeah. release? Yes. So like. Yeah, it was like that, that weird half-hour event yeah, that we thought maybe was cut out of the previous year's fall event, Yeah, possibly. So then like that could kind of still go on track if you're thinking of what potentially the original release date for them would have been. Mm. It's like this year, but in tech world, it feels yeah. like a decade ago because yeah. um, it was almost 11 months Am ago. Am I wrong point. that they announced the like M not Pro or Max like Air MacBook Airs before they do the Pro and Max uh, MacBook Pros. Yeah, baseline M3 stuff is always baseline stuff is first. Baseline stuff is typically it'd be iMac Air. Air and base iPad. I guess I feel like it would make more sense to update the MacBook Air with M3 before they did the Pros. Yeah, or maybe they also do that at this event. Or I like iPad too. We've talked about but, how uh, the iPad there's still a baseline iPad with mm -hmm. uh, Lightning that mm -hmm. they need to update. I think Mark Gurman said he doesn't expect iPads this year. Yeah. Yet I agree with you that that would make more sense. Yeah. And then aren't the Airs and the 13-inch MacBook Pros or whatever the yeah. usually in June. Oh, oh the ugh, that thing. <laughs> Why do they still make that thing? That would be the spookies. That's that the spooky. would be the, spooky the thirteen laptop. inch M three Touch Bar Max back. and oh thirteen God. inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar. Yeah, um, that's why this staggering of like silicon releases and laptops through Apple is so confusing because now when you've kind of skipped one, we're very confused. Like yeah. Yeah. what? Threw us for a loop here. Do we have an event where we actually don't know every single thing? 
yeah, that's I coming mean, out. This is, I think, um, it, Apple could be the company to really, and this kind of segues to what we were about to talk about with Qualcomm. But Apple could really be the company that just gets everyone pumped about silicon if they just did that as the thing for new releases. So we got M3, and everything with M3 comes out at once, mm. which is iMac iPad, MacBook, MacBook Air, whatever, all of that M3 comes out. And then the next event, you're like, all right, here comes M3 Pro and M3 Max. And then you get the MacBook Pros that have that stuff. Yeah. And Mac Studio. And then Mac Mini, maybe. And then lastly is the big reveal of M3 Ultra. And then all the stuff that goes in that Mac Studio, maybe a new Mac Pro thing happens. That is the cadence that I think would make the most sense. Yeah. But that's not how it happens. It's so confusing. So we'll just have to see. I mean, it's it's only a couple days away. By the time you hear this, when it comes out on Friday, it's only like three days away. So it's it's coming up. I'm yeah. more excited for a nighttime Apple event than I am for M3. But is that just for Tim saying good evening? Yes. Okay. The memes are I've, gonna be hot. I, fair. I agree. Let's take everyone take one guess on what you think it's going to be outside of an iMac or M3. Oh, outside oh. of a standard iMac, I should say. Oh, 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 that sounds like a prediction. M3 Max, iMac Pro. So iMac Pro, Andrew, would imply some Pro chip, right? M3 Pro, at least. Sure. So I think it just means Apple puts the name Pro on it. I don't know what that actually (laughs) means, but. We have M2 and M2 Pro in separate devices. So M3 being in the iMac would imply M3 Pro in the iMac Pro. So that would be interesting. You think they'll make an iMac Pro? That's the real question. (laughs) We don't have an iMac Pro right now. Yeah. We have just the base iMac. The iMac Pro we used to have, which is a higher-end Xeon chip and some, you know, better memory and a couple other things, was killed. So we don't have it. The Studio kind of replaces it. It kind of replaces it, but also at the same time with Apple Silicon, an iMac Pro makes the most sense of like a killer monitor that has all the computing processor inside of it. That's true. Yeah. It'd be cool. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say iMac Pro, just because I think that would be a fun. I want you to be right. And speaking of things I want to be right, I'm just going to throw out another rumor that was in the ether for a while, which was that 7K Pro Display XDR sequel. Just gonna nice. toss that just out in there. time for Christmas, just in time to get it under the tree. Yeah, just I wish a nice, was... like a little twenty-minute Apple event. You know, <laughs> I wish that was considered fast. Although it could be fast if it had promotion. That's what I might. Mm. Yeah, do the the I've... Pro Display XDRs don't have promotion, right? Right. Wow. Wait, yeah. they don't. They no. don't. They're sixty. Not even with a thousand dollars stand. Not even with a thousand dollars stand. How much would the stand on the seven K uh, Pro 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 <laughs> I Display think lower XDR the price? Maxes? Personally. Of the XDR or the like, the new one I don't think will be six thousand dollars. I think it'll be cheaper. That would be very unApple like. I feel like Apple's lowered the prices of a lot of stuff recently, though, like the entry like level pricing for everything. They, all, if you also think about, mm. oh man, we're very. Am I wrong? I mean, if you think about like Mac Pros and stuff, it got cheaper because Silicon made everything so much cheaper. The Mac Pro, Wait, Mac Pro got way cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, that's probably what I was thinking of. Which at this point now a Pro Display, how much is an XDR? Still the $6, exact same six thousand dollars. That's basically the same price as an almost maxed out <laughs> Mac Pro now, right? That's crazy. No, Mac Pro starts at six thousand and goes up from there. To what? To like fifteen, yeah. eighteen. Yeah, but not fifty. A maxed out. Yeah. St- Mac Studio is like seven or eight, right? Exactly. Which is a killer machine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. The monitor as much as your... That's crazy. I got a prediction for this event. Let's hear it. USB-C accessories. 
Like uh, the magic mouse. I would like the that. The keyboard. Oh. I, but I would really wicked. like that. Oh, my God. It, oh, if it came with a new iMac, maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah, if you ship a new yeah. iMac, you can't ship us a lightning keyboard with that thing. You, you could. You sure as hell can. You can. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You can. You can. But, like, come on. You... Actually, if you go on with what David was saying, Uh-oh. if they just keep using the iMac to get rid of all the extra inventory they had, the Eesh. iMac will have oh, no. lightning for the next 30 years to get rid of all well, of Well, the... the iMac never had lightning. They just used lightning accessories. Well, yeah, the lightning accessories. Oh, well, the cable yeah. that it comes with yeah, the or the, the keyboard because it comes yeah. with the keyboard and the got yeah. a few mouse. billion extra lightning if cables. they make a magic mouse with USB-C, but it's still in the same spot. <laughs> I, it would be. It, it would be. Oh, my goodness. There's nowhere else to put it. Yeah. What? <laughs> Wait. With the way it's designed. With the way it's designed. That's a huge asterisk. Apple can well, yeah, make magic. a new mouse. Well, they could make a magic, Apple a magic mouse. Apple should make a new. Maybe that's my prediction. A new mouse? They're we like, finally get a new mouse. <laughs> Johnny Ives' fingerprints are no longer on everything. They're allowed to redesign their mouse to, God forbid, have a port somewhere other than the bottom <laughs> and maybe a button. I think you somehow. I think you somehow made the more wild prediction than my iMac Pro prediction. Yeah. Also, why can't a Magic Mouse? They have wireless mice where the the track the mouse pad is the wireless charger. How is the the Magic Mouse not done that yet? The portless Magic Mouse. Because they don't make wireless chargers that aren't MagSafe. Yeah. And you can't have a MagSafe mouse. (laughs) (laughs) It just keeps snapping in the middle every time. I can't use my mouse. It keeps snapping. Okay. My Uh, prediction is we need David's prediction. My MagSafe on the top corner. Top corner. And you use the mouse on the top corner of the trackpad and and it charges. That'd be cool. Wait, that's kind of a sick idea. Yo. Yeah. Patent that or sell it to who makes all the accessories. My prediction is that Tim Cook is going to come out wearing a cape. Okay, I have the most reasonable prediction. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ooh, I like think he's dra- gonna come wait, out in like a Dracula a, costume, a Dracula co- the like Good pumpkin evening. head. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me with that. any other company, but it would with Apple. Wait, at least a cape, like if, a Halloween uh, event, and they come out in a costume, and you're like, what? at least a cape. If Tim Cook oh, wow. came out. In a costume, what would his costume be? Dracula. So you're, you're Dracula, like he'd the, be a just chef, a fake teeth. Obviously, <laughs> I don't know, but I don't let think he Tim needs. Cook. The, I, let Tim cook. I don't think he needs the teeth. I think he just. If needs you have the, the Dracula cape, you need the fake teeth. I, I don't know if Tim, if he, if he, if Tim's not going to wear the Vision Pro publicly, I don't know if he's going to come out publicly. Yeah, they with won't Dracula wear their teeth. own headset publicly. <laughs> they probably won't wear a Dracula costume. <laughs> he would wear the cape, but not the teeth. That's my prediction. I I'm going cape and teeth. I stand by this. But in the skit, he was just himself. Like he's he's not the most versatile. Tim Cook comes out dressed as Craig Federy. <laughs> oh, that's that would be epic. just a wig. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Oh man, Alice, what's your prediction? Yeah, your costume or a uh, product prediction? I I don't know if I have like a super clear prediction. I'm like pretty confused about what they're on about this time around. But I will say, I have been using a 2017 iMac pro at home for the past few weeks a lot and loving it so if they came out with a new iMac pro i'd be pretty jazzed you know what i'll tell you though the m1 iMac is probably just as yeah, powerful exactly not more powerful than your iMac pro oh definitely are you kidding yeah. like yeah. and you can put it in your kitchen i know no, no trust me, trust <laughs> Those me. White i'm vessels. fully aware i just have a 2017 <laughs> iMac pro mm-hmm. you know what i mean with uh 128 gigs of ram um i'd have to put mine in my kitchen because that's the only place in my apartment that doesn't have significant levels of lead 
What are you, you're not licking your walls, though. They said my kitchen is safe, but nowhere else is safe. No, it's fine. I had I had lead pipes in Philly, and I turned out great. So your prediction is a Mac Pro? Uh, I would Mac, really, I would really like Pro. to see an iMac Pro. That okay. would make me just happy. The only thing, and I don't want to put, um, I don't want to dash the flame here, but this feels like the silicon update that gets no design update. Yeah. So you know how Apple does this thing where 100%. they do a silicon update. And then the next one, they have the same silicon, but a new design. Mm-hmm. And the next one, they have new silicon, but the same design. And they do that, especially with Macs. Oh. This feels like the one where we get the same iMac Sorry. design, <laughs> but new silicon, M3. Anyway. Well, what else What else silicon related happened this week? Well. See that segue? That was good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Teed you good. up for that one? Yeah. Teed. Uh, Qualcomm Tech Summit just happened yesterday. Uh, well, it started yesterday. They actually announced a lot of stuff and a lot of stuff that is bigger news than it usually is for this hmm. uh, this time of the year. Um, that must be why they flew everyone out to Hawaii. Well, they do that for every the big day. Oh, yeah, they've done that for like six years in a row. Oh, they didn't fly me out. <laughs> yeah, oh. you said everyone. Um, okay, so th- there's actually a lot of stuff here. So obviously, we got Snapdragon 8 Gen 3, um, which is they say Gen Gen AI focused chip. I'm very curious about this. Yeah, for the last like few like year or so, they keep putting out these little hints of like, look how fast we can do image generation on a Snapdragon now, and mm-hmm. they were focusing on that a lot for some reason. Um, it apparently supports a chatbot trained on Meta's Llama 2 that can accept image, text, and voice input. Um, it runs a stable diffusion image gen on device that they say can do image generation in less than one second. Damn. Which is quite fast. Okay. Uh, it supports generative fill for video or image expansion. Oh, generative fill for image expansion on device. Um, it has an object eraser for video. Oh my which god! Which is like magic eraser, but for video on <clears throat> device, which is pretty crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and it does night mode. It can do night mode recording at 4K 30, which Google can now do with the Pixel 8 Pro, but only in the cloud. But it does on device. Yes. Yeah. So this is all interesting because. If you were to ask me, like, who is the most well-positioned as a company to do the AI stuff on chip and have the most smart AI phone, it would be Google Google. with their Tensor chip, right? Mm -hmm. Then we just got Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro with a whole bunch of these features, but when you actually do them on the phone, they all rely on an internet connection and sending stuff to the cloud. Like, when you open the Magic Editor, it won't open that photo with magic magic editor unless your photo is already backed up in google photos and uploads google photos so what i'm guessing happens is you go through your edit process on the phone and then it sends those instructions to the file that's in the cloud and all that ai processing stuff happens in the cloud yeah and sends the result back down to your phone yeah you need an internet connection so what happened to the whole on-device ai thing i thought that was what we were going to do with tensor they were doing that for like ambient computing. <laughs> a couple of things. They're definitely doing it for a couple of things, yeah. especially the voice to speech to text stuff, yeah. super fast. Yeah. But like all these features that you're talking about, generative AI happening on the device in yeah. one second, that would be a much better than what Tensor is doing. All of this Gen AI stuff, I think, took a lot of people by surprise. And a lot of these companies needed to like pivot last minute to supporting that and accelerating that. Um, obviously, Google has had generative AI capabilities since 2017, but they've been focusing on like ambient computing with Tensor and that kind of AI. Mm. And then I think because of the popularity of generative AI in the last year, all of these companies have been like, we got to pivot, we got to pivot, which is kind of crazy speed that they're mm-hmm. pivoting because like, 
almost all of the features they announced for um, Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 are Gen AI focused, which means that in the last year, they were just like, scrap everything we had planned because they plan these chipsets out like three or four years in advance. Yeah. Um, and they really like shifted focus to that. I don't know. It's kind of weird that they're focusing so much on those things. And I'm not really sure like how much like stable diffusion people are going to be doing on their phones. And all of this also needs to then work correctly with the like the obviously Android, but the operating system that's also from each manufacturer, right? So like it has all these things, but yeah, they have to implement then still it. they have to implement it inside yeah. of their camera software or whatever. Right. So yeah, it, which some of them will. They yeah. will. Yeah. It just yeah. feels like there's a lot of steps here that has to do it. It's also, I'm very surprised to see that they're, it's using Meta's Llama to fight. Like, I know that's very, you would not what I was expecting. Qualcomm would train their own or or i i would have picked ChatGPT with microsoft like mm. for some reason it felt like they would yeah, have they already way. they already work with microsoft on the um on the arm chips that microsoft put in the their yes, arm it, surface devices i mean good for meta and just shows that getting in some of this ai stuff like and having your own is way good. less dude <laughs> the licensing is thing too yeah possibly yeah but these couple companies that really got out ahead and can license it to other companies are going to make a lot of money yeah they are i mean it depends yeah. on how closely they're working with manufacturers we usually see like the first devices with this new chipset as like early as a couple months after it yes. gets announced like we could see a asus gaming phone in february with yeah. a gen 3 and they could have some of these features built right into the software. Yeah. Taking advantage of it. Yeah. And I think they will. Um, some other features that they announced later, they said that they already have manufacturers that are going to release devices in a couple of months. So they've clearly been working on this for a while. Okay. Um, there's another thing that I find interesting. There's two more major announcements from the show. Uh, one is the Qualcomm S7 and S7 Pro audio chipsets um which generally you know they have like minor improvements and they're like oh yeah we can do a higher bit rate now there's new snapdragon sound all this stuff but this year they added something called micro wi-fi um which is really cool basically what happens is now the audio in your phone can use wi-fi to transfer to your earbuds oh. so your earbuds can can basically stream over your Wi-Fi network to your phone, which is controlling it. So almost like a Chromecast. Yes. Like how like a Chromecast is kind of controlled by your phone, but it's over your Internet. Wi-Fi network, so it can go you can go wherever. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um because like, yeah, Bluetooth both doesn't have super high bitrate support and it doesn't have a a long distance support. No, it does not. Sometimes I'm charging my phone in my bedroom and I'm like doing the dishes and it, the audio is cutting in and out. Yeah. And so being able to do that over Wi-Fi is very cool. Um, using Wi-Fi also supports a lot higher uh, bandwidth for audio streaming. So they say they can do 92 kilohertz lossless audio over Wi-Fi. Jesus. Um, which is pretty dope. Obviously, you need supported headphones. Um, surprisingly, they said that Wi-Fi used to take up a lot more power, but they were able to get it down to the same power usage as Bluetooth, so it supports the same 10-hour battery life on the same power cell. Um, and then they have a new dynamic transparency mode that's similar to what Apple added mm -hmm. in, the, in the AirPods. And they said that they can shift transparency up and down granular, granularly based on the sounds that you're hearing outside. So if you're biking and you pass like a car that 
like beeps at you or something, it'll shift transparency mode like partially up so you can hear the beeping, but it's still kind of isolated. Yeah. Which is nice because I hate it when it just like totally turns off um, noise cancellation and then turns on transparency. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So they said that supported headphones with these features are going to be released in the coming months, but you will obviously need a Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 device for device. it to work. So usually, though, at these shows, they um, they keep moving the show up up and up and up. Like uh, Snapdragon Test Summit used to happen in December, that, then it started I really happening thought in November, that, and I was getting confused. I, I thought it was so, January. Yeah, I think it started originally in January. Then it was December. Then it was November, and then now it's October. And the reason is because this is just inside baseball that I've heard. The reason is because manufacturers keep bidding to be the first manufacturer to release a snapdragon <laughs> oh. uh, the new chipset yeah and they keep being like well we have our device our new flagship planned for x month so we would really like to have it by this time and they're paying qualcomm a ton of money so, so they move the event up so if we want to wow. speculate off that yeah good chance samsung which releases a big phone in early January. in the season yeah, yeah, but they they always have the the new chipset. Yeah, but they've also been being released earlier and earlier. It yeah. feels like every year. That's it felt true. like March, then it was like February, then it was like the I beginning mean, of February. It also could be like Xiaomi or Oppo that have like mm -hmm. a phone in December. Oh, or true. You know. Yeah. I yeah. kind of think it's probably going to be something like that. Um, they also announced something called Snapdragon Seamless, which I don't. I would like to see actually working, but it's apparently a cross-platform technology that enables. Android, Windows, and Snapdragon devices to basically discover and share information as one integrated operating system, meaning you can drag and drop files like oh. seamlessly between all of these different OSs, which is pretty interesting. I think they want to do that because they are like, you know, Snapdragon laptops and all this stuff, like Windows on ARM, and then you've got a tablet that's Android and you've got all this stuff. Yeah. Um, that's pretty that's pretty weird and interesting. I think that we've been seeing Windows supporting Android more and more over the years. Um, so I think they they're just like teaming up to try to fight against Apple's like ecosystem stuff. But I think the biggest news out of the show is this new uh, chipset that's called Snapdragon X Elite. Um, and it's a laptop chipset that they claim is 50% faster than at multi-thread than M2. Whoa. Um, but it also has 50% more cores and takes double the power. Oh. <laughs> so there's more power. Yeah, more that's power. actually that's a real that's a real target demo. Which I mean, is I can run twice as fast if I had four legs. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna plug in my laptop and I don't really care what my battery yeah, life is. Yeah, I mean if it was plugged in, gaming. I would rather it would be fast. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's it's like the um the accelerated power mode of the 16 inch MacBook Pro. Yeah. And it's just a thermal envelope question after yeah. that. They had a lot of graphs that were really dumb because they weren't labeled. Nice. Uh, yeah. Who does that? Everybody. Uh, everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody. Uh, but it's going to be four nanometer and can uh, and will include up to or will include 136 gigabytes of memory bandwidth. Yeah. Which is a lot. Yeah. Um, for is that wait for that's shit. Sorry, I'm in M2 mode. So that's just GPU. Uh. Or shared? Probably shared. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, PCs with it are expected to ship in mid-2024. Um, it's good that they're actually investing more in the ARM computing stuff. Um, this also comes among reports that AMD and NVIDIA are going to launch ARM PCs as soon as 2025. 
So it seems like there's kind of a major shift towards ARM. Mm-hmm. And uh, Intel needs to get on that pretty soon. Otherwise, they're going to be the only x86 player left in the game. Yeah. I think their major advantage now is that they ha- they're shipping chipsets that are uh, 6 gigahertz like out of the box for like big PCs. But mm-hmm. these ARM chipsets are going to surpass them pretty quickly. Does this feel a little bit like how Toyota was so ahead in the hybrid game and now is so behind in the EV game? Yeah. Like become the standard for the like th- the next step and then stay on that step for so long and then start to get surpassed. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not nimble enough to like pivot hard. Yeah. Get, yeah. Yeah. So it would be nice if this actually worked. Um, <laughs> they've worked with Microsoft before to release ARM chipsets for laptops like Windows on ARM. And it's traditionally been terrible. Did Surface not have, X. Yes. Well, yeah. Surface Pro X. Yeah. And I think they released a second version. But they have like no adoption. Nobody buys them. Only like one or two devices come out with the chipset. So this theoretically is going to be in a lot more manufacturers um, laptops. So, yeah. And if it's ARM based, then it'll be easier to have that like seamless transition between Mm -hmm. um, that device and like your phone and stuff, too. So, yeah, I think that's about it for that. That's cool. I I weirdly do. I agree with you. I think my favorite thing is this headphones. Yeah. Wi-Fi thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's really sick. Yeah, just being able to like stream audio from. Is your it gonna have? Is it gonna do that thing where like if I'm also on the Wi-Fi network, I can just take over your headphones? <laughs> you know, if when you're in a ha- like, I was yeah. just in an Airbnb <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of people on the same Wi-Fi network, and we were like streaming the game on Chromecast. Always using things for evil, Marcus. No, Never but for like, good. The controls just pop up on my phone, and I'm like, I could ruin the whole thing right now. <laughs> I could just change it. That would be something to consider. Yeah. Yeah. What, um. The last apartment that I lived in, we had a uh, we had a Nest Hub Mini in the bathroom, and every time I would shower, I would tell it to play some music, and then like two minutes later, it would either just stop or start playing other music that I was like, I don't like this music. Why <laughs> Someone... is this playing? And it was Michael at work playing because uh, it was connected to his oh, Spotify account. Mm-hmm. So I kept changing it and forgetting that it was, yeah. Claire and I would, I was just gonna say like sometimes driving home, my music would stop because Claire would like ask Google to use it and that was on my Spotify account. And so like it would change everything. I I have literally the same thing. When I originally sold my car, it was logged into Spotify. And I couldn't figure out how to kick oh, it off. No, that's so, so much worse. I would be listening to music on the way home, and it would change to some oldies. And I was like, "What? How does it keep changing?" And it, it turns out the person was using my Spotify account until wow. I got it to. Be how do they not Dang. have some sort of thing that wipes all of the? Because you sold it back to Tesla, right? Or yeah. You, yeah. How do they not they wipe your like accounts a, off of account it? Wipe. I don't know. Yeah, that's a huge that's very security funny, problem, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's a massive security issue. That was a bummer. Damn. I think I had to change my whole Spotify password or something, and then like and then log wait out for of it to everything. log out eventually. Wow. Yeah. yeah, dang, it was a good time. So All that right. guy eventually like logged into Spotify on the car one day and was like, "Oh, Spotify's gone." Or he has ads now, like, and <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Anyway, all right, all right. We should take a quick break. We got a bunch more to talk about after it, but before we do that. What's uh, what's Please the other trivia Nissan question? Trivia. Please don't make it Nissan. <laughs> no, no, we'll we'll do the other Nissan one at the very, very end. That that's a fun and silly one. This one's a more, this is a serious this is a serious business, guys. Oh, all right. We all know, silly. we all know and love the four Finder views, right? Let's say them all together. Ready, guys. Oh, is that the not? first one? No, no, I, no, you can't. The first one is one. Icons, icons list. list. Columns, 
gallery. gallery. Oh. Great. Okay, but was... one of them Uh-oh. was not actually developed and designed by Apple. It was developed and designed by another company called Next that Steve oh. Jobs was partying at for a little bit. Partying? <laughs> partying. Didn't he found it? Founding is partying. Just ask Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> Deep cut. All right. Which one of those four finder views? I can you name them again? Just for the audience. Icons, Icons list, columns, gallery. What's the difference between icons and gallery? We'll have to. I actually also want to find out. Wait, how does? Is Wait, it, I know. Is am I the only one who knows this? Is oh, icons wow. like sm- a small thumbnail and gallery is like a big thumbnail? I gallery thought, is like no. the cover flow and icons are. What icons. is a cover oh, flow? Oh, and then in like, now I know where it like scrolls through like. Oh, remember, yeah. Remember. Um, Why would you use that? Album art? Yeah. On the iPod Touch? You turn it sideways and it would. Poof, it was like a rack. What was that one yeah. called? Gallery? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gallery, yes. gallery. And then in icons, you can control the size of it. Icons. icons is way better than gallery. Yeah. Who would use gallery? Look, I use, I'm, a, I'm list. a columns for life. I, I like list. That's list. All I'm list is the best. I use list? Icons. Really? Windows? Wait. List? Do I use yeah. icons? Well, could, the most important thing about list is you can see date changed or date created. And oh, there's yeah, so yeah, many times exactly. where I'm looking at my files and I need to see oh. something Columns recently. is sorted by date. Wait, but in list, you can also change the size no. of the thumbnail, right? I thought columns is sorted uh, by Columns is not sorted. I think no. in columns, you can change the size of the thumbnail. And I just always have col- the thumbnail being big. You mean icons? Yeah, you mean icons. Wait, is that really icons? icons? Also, I, think... I don't think you can change the size of the icons. And... Anyway, can, we'll be right can. back. I can't test it. Because I'm a Windows. Baby. I'm on Chromebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. Everyone <laughs> laugh at the Chromebook. Wait, Marquette. Oh. Yeah. Marquette is going to have to beta test this for all of us. I'm using a payphone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. We'll, we'll be right back. <laughs> Support for this episode of Waveform comes from Gigabyte. There's a lot of talk out there about how AI is revolutionizing our world. Computers are writing newsletters, robotic bees are pollinating flowers, and a whole new wave of driverless taxis are popping up in cities all over the world. But how can AI power our passions and what we do for fun? That's where Gigabyte's AI gaming laptops come in. So their range of powerful and portable new laptops deliver cutting edge performance for anyone looking to explore the brave new world of AI powered gaming. So every 2024 Aorus machine comes equipped with the Gigabyte AI Nexus, which is like a central hub located with all the AI-powered features you could hope for. So that includes super useful tools like AI Power Gear, which automatically throttles and extends your computer's battery life depending on your power source and usage. You'll also get access to AI Boost, which optimizes performance based on what you're doing in that moment, whether you're ripping through an FPS or running your own large language model. AI Boost automatically adjusts the GPU and processors to maximize responsiveness and deliver unparalleled efficiency. Lastly, AI Generator includes various generative AI apps for quick startup, and all 2024 Gigabyte models seamlessly integrate with tools like OpenAI and Microsoft's Copilot AI chatbot. But the Aorus 16X and the Gigabyte G6X take it to the next level with a dedicated Copilot key, allowing users to swiftly tap into productivity and generative AI capabilities. I also keep hearing AI is going to change a lot in the gaming world. Andrew, can you think of anything about that? 
not just optimization, like you said, but like more personal optimization I could see happening where like maybe you're playing a competitive game like Valorant and you want higher FPS and lower resolution, like you, you're okay versus like The Witcher where you might want 4K crispy resolution and like a lower frame rate. I think finding that between your computer specs and what you want might help out a lot. Nice. So all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at oris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte. Team up. Fight on. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back. Uh, we have a couple quick news stories for you here. Basically, the White House had a live stream, and it included Apple. Oh, I thought was... it was Joe playing Fortnite. I wish. That'd be better. Um, yeah, so Apple is basically adopting this right to repair movement that they were forced to do in California ah. nationwide. Mm. Yeah. So the headline is Apple offering independent repair shop uh, shops, parts, tools, documentation at reasonable prices. Now, California forced them to do this. Um that they had to adopt recently. And so now they're spinning it as if they're doing it on their own accord for the rest of the nation. And, uh, <laughs> USB-C. Exactly. Oh, yeah. True. That's, that's what I wrote down. It's kind of the same thing that happens with USB-C where like they're forced by someone to do it and it becomes kind of annoying to have two different ways to do it. So they just decide, you know, if we're going to have to do it for one, we might as well adopt some goodwill throughout the industry and just do it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. It's still a net positive overall. Yeah. Thanks, California. Yeah. And Apple. So. Kind of. I would I would be interested in what Lewis Rossman has to say about all of this. Probably, Probably a lot. Probably a lot. What he always has to say. He's happy and still mad at something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. It's good for all of us. Stay mad. We stay, big stay mad. mad. Stay mad. <laughs> but in a good way. In yeah. a good way. Yeah. Productive mad. Productive yeah. mad. Yeah. So definitely a quick hit, but good to know. Big, I mean, always, always great with right to repair. And now we have... Uh, the biggest story of the day. the Possibly one of the largest AI inventions of genre this defining. year. Yeah, genre defining. <laughs> YouTube Music now lets you make your own playlist art with AI. Playlist art. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you make a playlist and you're like, I don't want just one of the albums to be the whole playlist. I want to make my own art. I think Spotify and YouTube Music both do it as the first four songs in the playlist. Yep. It basically just makes like a stupid grid with those four album arts. Exactly. Um, but now, you can make your own with AI. This really, really mm. feels like one of those things where this new technology comes out, specifically with AI. New generative generative AI comes out, and everyone's just like, "We don't like. We didn't like have a need for this, but everyone's doing it, so we have to figure out how to fit it in." But I've got to have an AI feature. I, yeah, I kind of to. like the yeah. silly ones like this though, because yeah. then it's not like it's not some like random one that's potentially spreading misinformation through like incorrectly making sources look bad this way, is just like a fun thing you can do and it's i tasteful. like it. okay so this is a, just a quick aside i upgraded to chat gpt 
plus for a month just because I wanted to like see if I could actually start to integrate it into my workflow at all. Mm-hmm. And it comes with Dolly 3. Dolly got rid of the little like Dolly um, watermark? watermark in the bottom corner. They no. don't do it anymore. And like I know that's easy to remove, but it seems weird that they just decided to stop using that it. That does. Because now you have no way to know that it's like AI generated. Is that because you went to the paid account or because it's Dolly 3? You can only use Dolly 3 if you have a paid account. I th- and I thought it was supposed to always do the watermark as like a preventative feature. Yeah, just like a little watermark. Like if you're just going to turn around and tweet this with a screenshot, just like immediately you can see that watermark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, this is generated by Dolly. They got rid of it. But I think they were the only ones to even do it in the first Which place. wasn't probably yeah. true. Which is not great. Like Runway <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably true, journey. but at least it was like goodwill. You know, it was like it, it kind of exemplifies this whole thing, right? Like at the very beginning, everyone's being really careful. Everyone's being really cautious. They release this thing. They're just like, this is how it works. Uh, it's not very good. There's a watermark. And then when the rest of the industry just blows up and start using it, <laughs> I think starts using it, all the roadblocks just get yeah, taken away. Yeah, comes in like a wrecking ball and everyone's like, all right, you can talk to our features now. It'll just <laughs> say whatever stuff you to want. You. But, yeah. but think about how much less funny Mr. Chetto would be with a little watermark in the bottom. I don't know what you're talking about. You what's, what's Mr. Chetto? Just Google Mr. Chetto. It's just a mid-journey. It's a mid-journey image that turned into a meme that's just ungodly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's a mid-journey image? Think about how much less funny that would be if wow. it said mid-journey at the I had bottom. no idea that was a mid-journey image. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I like, though, how Stuart. early on Dolly was like, here's these pictures we're creating that are very obviously fake because we can kind of get the idea going yeah on. that has a watermark to prove it's fake but now that we're really good and ultra believable let's take I it i know it was like <laughs> they couldn't do hands before and now they can do hands perfectly and they take away their watermark it's like <laughs> nice. what is going on it feels backwards nobody is concerned about this now um, Wait, anyway. okay speaking of things that felt the need to add ai but kind of in a tasteful way have you guys tried this spotify dj Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that, I have that written down, but can we talk about the YouTube music thing really quick? Just how it works. Yeah. yeah, So, pretty much when you have the album art, you can, you don't get to do a full prompt. Basically, there's categories like animals and travel and landscape and colors. And then you click onto that. And then through that, you get a couple more things like in the style of Renaissance painting or in the style of. Just like the generative wallpapers on Android. Yeah. So, like, you don't get to fully do the prompt of like Big Bird with a gun. You have to kind of do something (laughs) a little more like reasonable. Yeah. But before we get to that, I just want to know, David, if you were doing your bangers only playlist, AI generated album art. I'm asking GPT what it should be. That that is a really difficult question. Okay. I'll let you think on that because. it would be boring if it was just like sound waves or some headphones, but like it would be risque if it was anything else. So I'm asking GPT-4. <laughs> okay. okay. And while you do that, I know you mentioned Spotify right. DJ okay. the other day. Spotify, it's not one of those things where it's like Spotify, you don't have to do AI. Like I know AI is popping off, but not everyone has to do it. But Spotify managed to uh, decide to make a pretty useful, interesting AI feature. Next to all the rest of my playlists or whatever, there's just a DJ button. You hit it and mm-hmm. it's this... AI-generated voice. Hey, how you doing? Good to have you here. You're with your DJ X. Gonna get right into it today with the trip down memory lane. The year was 2016, and these were some... I'm your DJ. I'm gonna walk you through some songs. Here, I'm gonna start off with some summer hits that you listen to, and some new stuff to keep you on your toes. You eventually get through the same, like, you start hearing the same things over and over again. my biggest problem with it, yeah. But as a DJ, functionally, it's actually pretty good. I noticed 
it starts fading in and out songs at the beginning of the chorus. If I've heard the song a lot, it won't play the entire song. It'll fade in, play the first two verses instead of all three, and then fade out to the next one. But if it's a new song I've never heard before, it'll let me hear the entire song. And it's really eerily good at fading in and out at the correct point in the song. Mm. And I think that's also AI, and I'm pretty impressed. It's pretty good. That's impressive. So I've been using it a lot. It sounds like it's gotten a lot better since it first launched. I mean, I haven't tried it recently. It still but. is the same voice for everyone. It still goes, Hi, my name is X. Yeah. I'm going to be your DJ for a while. Yeah. Here's some songs to keep you on your toes. Yeah. I think my biggest thing. problem was just like, it is just those like four playlists that it recommends to me on my homepage every day. And just like with a, a silly little interlude in between of like, you listen to this in it's the been, summer. Yeah. And it's, it's the winter. So listen to it now so, while you're getting depressed by the early <laughs> sunset. There's been a couple of uh, interesting themes that it's chosen. One of them was we're just going to give you a bunch of Canadian rappers, which is like, okay, it's just Drake. And then one of them was, here's a bunch of songs from artists you used to listen to a lot, but there were different songs by those same artists. Okay. I thought that was interesting. There was another one that was, here are some of your like top hits from summer. And I don't even remember what I played during the summer, but it knows because yeah. it's got the dates of plays. So there are some good ones. There are also a bunch of that I just skipped right through that were just like, here's some jazz. And I'm like, why? What are you doing? <laughs> I've never like I've never have you ever heard voluntarily of jazz? selected jazz, you like jazz and I just skip like five songs in a row and it's like all right moving on yeah so it does it tries to mix it up a little bit okay so I asked ChatGPT for if uh, if there was an album if there was album art for the playlist bangers only what should it look like also real quick when I was typing this I wasn't sure would the playlist be called bangers only or is bangersonly.net the name of it no matter what whether it's the URL or not. You're right, it should be bangersonly.net. I think it should be bangersonly.net. The playlist should be called bangersonly.net. Sure. <laughs> Do I need to ask it again? I think it, I think we can just read <laughs> I think we can just read bangersonly.net wherever it would have put that. Okay. So, design concept, electrified beat. Background, deep black representing the depth and quality of the bangers. Occasional bright neon str- uh, streaks darting across symbolizing the bursts of energy in the tracks. Centralized image. A stylized neon-lit headphone or speaker that's vibrating and pulsating. I said I didn't want headphones. Whatever. Mm-hmm. This would represent the essence of the music and the raw power of the bangers. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you put that into Dolly now? Well, I was just going to say, I was going to give it to it... Tim. <laughs> We're sending this to Tim after this. I'm going to put it into Dolly. Okay, these are fire. Dude, that top right one is wow. sick. I bangers think I can only, feel the dude. intensity of the bangers. You can feel the intensity of the bangers. Can you describe Yo, it? Yo, this is epic. I mean, we kind of described okay, it Okay, so but. yeah, I mean, basically it's like this neon space area with like these lasers coming out of the ground with, with audio waves. And then there's a vinyl record with some neon headphones. And inside the headphones it says bangers only. And one of the planets is like Saturn, but it's also it's also a record. A record. A vinyl, yeah. So That's Dolly, can so you text cool. now? Yeah, it's really good at text Dang. now. It sometimes messes it up, but it's really good at text now. Wow, these are all really good. That one feels very like Spotify-y. This is what it would look like if I needed album art for bangers only. Yeah, that's sick. Although if I, I don't think the YouTube music one could different. do that. No, YouTube music probably can't do this. But. All right, well, this is probably a good point to jump directly to our trivia. Haptics. All right. What? Trivia oh, this time. Is from last time. All right. So, quick update on the score. Marquez 
and David tied with 11. Oh. Andrew with one, two. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Three. You know, this has become a bit. This has become a bit. Like, people post this on Twitter now. (laughs) I'm aware. I'm aware. I have nine. Nine. Catching up. What do they have? Yeah. What do they have? way behind us. No, he's got nine. Wait, what do they have? I just don't listen usually. Eleven. First question. Oh, gosh. What was the first car that Nissan made called? And I will also accept the year that it was released. And it was not called Nissan at the time. No, but that doesn't really matter. It's just the name of the car. Hmm. Because apparently it changed names a bunch of times. So. Oh my god. We're all gonna get da, this da, wrong. Da, 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 da. My marker doesn't work at all. Oh no. Wait, is it in Korean? It's no, it's a Japanese. They're Japanese. Country. Oh. Yeah. I mean, company. country. <laughs> Japanese company. So yes, it is in Korean. Is it in Japanese? <laughs> Can one of you guys grab a different no. marker? Oh, do you want I have mine? enough yes. here. Okay, you want his mine? Flip them and read. Racer. I put Nissan Racer. Nope. I just put Altima because that's a one they have now. Nope. I put Sedan. Nope. Nice. Are we going to be like upset when we hear this? No. Is it like something obvious? No. We definitely oh, don't okay, know good. This. No, you won't know. Do you want to tell us that now or do we want to go for the age part? The that. Year. I'll age. just say it now. <laughs> that. Dat? The, the dat. D-A-T. The dat. That's sick. They should bring that Dats. back. I already wrote my... But just seeing what the dat looks like, my guess for this time is <laughs> so wrong. Yeah, what uh, years did you guys put? I put 78. Nope. I put 71. Nope. I put 82. I'm guessing nope. it's really old. It's 1914. <laughs> what? This is what it yep. looks like. And then right under it, it said oh. the date, but I had already oh, written wow. mine down. It's like a Model T. It looks very Model T. I think every car that came out near the Model T looked like a Model T. Yeah. 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 Same way every car that comes out in 2023 looks like Cybertruck. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hyperforce. Deep cut. <laughs> All right. Give us that other quick uh, Nissan question. Who's yearning? But first, we got to do the Finder. Oh, you want to do that question. one first? Okay. <clears throat> Finder. We all know and love the four Finder views. Not going to make you say them again unless you need me to. I need you to. They are icons, list, columns and gallery which one of them was developed at next we can't let andrew catch us no i have a feeling we all guessed the same thing on this uh really now i don't have that feeling anymore <laughs> i just have i just have no information as to why we would have guessed this from that reaction I'm like never mind i don't think we did i mean i don't know we might have I mean, yeah. I would like to see. Let's find out. Oh, well, we did. Okay, you did. I was right. <laughs> okay. And what did you all guess? Gallery. Gallery. And you're all wrong. <laughs> oh, it was no. columns. Really? Really? Yeah. They didn't have columns before that? Apple couldn't think of columns? Uh, specifically not Miller columns, which is the design term for having multiple cascading uh, sub-columns next to each other. Anyway, you want to do my Nissan question? <laughs> yeah. Let's... Okay. Can I give my reasoning for gallery? Sure. Okay. So, yeah, Apple, <laughs> they had, they, it was the whole like skeuomorphic thing, right? Like with the iPod having the, having the gallery where cover we flow. like cover flow, that kind of thing. And that yeah. all seems like it was a very Steve Jobs decision because he was very into that skeuomorphic stuff. Wait, but if you it's thought he was into that, why'd you guess it as the thing that somebody else developed? It wasn't somebody else. Was he was he developed. Oh, he place. was at, at the other place. Yeah. Okay. He was, well, he was, he was partying. partying. Right forgot party Peeing pitched in columns seems horrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> what 
Anyway, you want to do my wacky Nissan question? Yeah, let's I do guess. it. Sure. That's all right. I'll get another one wrong. Everyone check the slacks. There's a dock. There's a dock? Oh, my God. <laughs> check the slack. Why didn't you put this in, um... Oh, my gosh. There's a dock. There's a dock. It's Which One is Fake, our favorite game here on Waveform. I wish I had music do for it. Do you generate these? In oh post, God. I'm going to add some, like, funky... To add some excitement, because it's our favorite game. I'm making stuff up again. Nice. All right, so I have four Nissan concept cars in front of you. We were talking about how weird Nissan's concepts were today. One of them I made up. Let's go through them. The Nissan Pivo from 2005. It's a 300... Oh, and I copied all this text from Wikipedia. 360-degree rotating three-seater cabin on a chassis of four wheels, which eliminates the need for reversing and making parking easier. Yo, that's fire. David, do you want to describe what we're looking at at the Nissan Pivo? Um, you know in Jurassic World how the little boys get into the pods and <laughs> the, then it brings you through Jurassic like World. They're like orbs. Yeah, yeah the they're orbs. circular. It basically looks like that, but then there's like... It's on a wheelbase on top of that. Yeah, it's on it's a wheelbase. It's like, hey, this is circular and could roll. Yeah. But that would be dangerous, so let's put it on wheels. Yes. That's right. Up next, we got from 2001, the Nissan Nails. Oh, my God. The Nissan God. Nails is a powered by a front-mounted 1.5-liter inline-four engine producing around 100 horsepower. With power going to the front wheels, it features a two-door, two-seater pickup body style with body panels that Nissan claims are manufactured to be dent and scratch-resistant. This is a tiny truck. Marquez, you want to describe what we're looking at here? Fisher-Price truck, baby blue. Absolutely no features. It's sick. This looks like it was shot with a tilt shift lens because it looks like it's a little toy. It Indeed. does. Very so, small. Up next, the Nissan. Is that a one seater? Did you say that? Two seater. Uh, two seater. Two seater. Oh, the wow. Nissan Nuvu from 2009 is a three-seater, though. It is mm. a compact all-electric city Yo, really? car with two-plus-one seating, solar what? panels shaped like tree leaves no on way. the roof that channel the sun's power through a tree trunk conduit in the center <laughs> of the vehicle. I know. Adam, zoom in on my face. That's some CES stuff right I there. I want that car. Right? <laughs> Adam, would you like to describe what we're looking at, the Nissan Nuvu? <clears throat> Uva. The Nuvu what? is a bronze-ish kind of cute-looking oh, car. Looks like car. it was out of Dr. Seuss almost. Oh. Very squirkly. It I, looks like the um an egg. Wait, no. Who's the character in Mario Kart that pulls you out of the when you fall off the map? Oh yeah. Doesn't this it kind does of look, look like, like its that. face? Yeah. yeah. Same anyway, color, dude. Last but not least, we have the Nissan Uva, or UVA. Couldn't find conclusiveness on that. It's a concept sports car built in 2017 with a straight engine and specially engineered muffler for urban environments. Think about which one is fake, folks. Wait, so by fake, do you mean not manufactured or? As in, I made it up entirely. Well, this one has a supercars.net branding on it. Maybe I made that up, too. Also, the last one just kind of looks like the majority of the concept cars that come out now. Hard lines, big wheels, but it is no the door. only one from this, or I guess last decade now. It looks at least new, and I think I remember that. So, all right, what do we got? I put nails. Wow, that's real. Dang, wow. I put Pivo. Also real. Really, and I real. put nails. Unfortunately, I made up the Uva and generated that image. Did you really? With AI. That really looks like. I guess I should have a Nissan concept. Uh, I should have guessed that, considering it's the only normal looking one. Which is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's bronze too, which is. Very I need Nissan. to give. Yeah. I need to give Ellis some credit here because I thought I was smart. <laughs> 
pause Evergreen. there, clip that if you want. <laughs> but in this document, three of the four images have links like a Wikipedia thing would be. I picked the one that didn't have the link, thinking Ellis forgot to make it look like a link. <laughs> no, I didn't. Instead, Ellis put fake Wikipedia links inside of his description for the last one. Wait, fake. To make it seem like he did. Because oh. he made this up, but he still oh. put Wikipedia links to potential other yeah. articles. That I had would be... a minor feeling that the one that looked the most real was probably the, the most yeah. fake. What should have thrown it off was this looks like a concept that should be in the next five years, and it's from 2017. Yeah. And that it has... A, a muffler. No, that looks like it would have been made in 2017 yeah. as a concept car. I don't know. This feels newer, and that would be an EV and wouldn't have a muffler. No, newer cars all look like Cybertrucks. Trivia <laughs> God strikes again <laughs> is all I'm saying. All Once. I'm saying is I want that Nuvu, baby. So just real quick, totaling up the points, zero, zero, and zero. Nice. Nice. All, uh, <laughs> all in a day's work. All in a day's work. If you got any of them right, let us know how dumb we are in the comments because you totally got it and if we didn't you were an audio listener right and got the last <laughs> car one if you got mm. that correct more bravo you, you get 10 points and are already beating me in trivia uh signing off catch you guys in the next one peace please <laughs> i don't know what you just did to the microphone but i don't know you're like <laughs> Waveform is produced by Adam Molina and Ellis Rovin. We're partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network, and our intro music was created by Vane Sill. Well, let's. Uh... This could be a studio show right here. Is this is the old back logo one or two people? Definitely one. That would be a great short. That's one. Definitely one. Okay. The program changed its name as to the computer. As a result, the friendly logo with the words macOS appeared. The first part was colored. The different colors of the faces with an S. It's a face. In quotes. Not, not <clears throat> on the faces. emblem symbolized a friendly monitor and a smiling user. Oh, oh, it's this guy staring at his computer monitor. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.